0: I mean, there's so much that goes into a day, you know, from the from the minute you get up to the minute you go to bed and just having those realistic expectations that it's not all gonna go perfect, it's not gonna all go as planned. As a matter of fact, most days it's probably gonna go the opposite. But again, it kind of goes back to what we talked about. And it's just trying to be as consistent as possible, right? And know that if you can move the needle even just a little bit every day, it all adds to the to the greater good of the of the plan.
1: Welcome to So I've Heard, the space where I give my take on all things health and wellness. I'm your host, Austin Allen. Hello and welcome to episode 32 of the So I've Heard podcast. This is the space where I take on the hottest topics. Trends and questions surrounding health and fitness. And today I am so excited to be chatting with the amazing Jason Williams. Jason, say hey to everybody who is listening.
0: Hey guys, what's up?
1: All right, awesome. So, Jason, thank you so much for agreeing to be on the show. This is something we've been wanting to do for a while now. I'm so happy our schedules were able to link up. You've been a great friend, a great mentor since really the beginnings of what I do here at Lighthouse Fitness. So, for those that are listening, why don't you let them know a little bit more about? Who you are, what you do, and, and why you do what you do.
0: Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me on. Um yeah, so my name, like like Austin said, is Jason Williams. So I've been I've been a trainer now for almost sixteen years, which which is hard to believe, but it's it's been a long time. And uh yeah, so I mean I I you know, I grew up in a small town in the Midwest in Iowa, and uh, got involved with with fitness at an early age. You know, it's, sports were always a part of my life, and that's kind of was my first introduction to the fitness world. Um, and I have been in the, like I said, in the training space for the last 15 years, and have had the privilege of working with a lot of great companies and doing a lot of cool stuff in the in in the fitness industry. And uh, most recently, you know, have have been running my own business now for the last seven eight years. And you know, a big piece of what I do is you know, I, I fell in love with fitness at a young age and just, you know, what the power it has just to change your life for the better and the different avenues that um, it can enhance just different different parts of your life is what really hooked me on. And I think having the ability to do that um, and share that with my clients every day is what keeps me going and and why I'm doing what I'm doing today. That's awesome.
1: Well, you know, as yeah, you just man. mentioned, you, you have an awesome business, a business that I've looked up to for a long time. You have two now in-person studios, super exciting. They're, they're beautiful. Yeah, they, look, yeah. they look awesome. Thanks. Um, Thank you. Of course. And, and, and as you and I both know, um, Kind of going back to the time that a lot of us fitness professionals don't want to have to go to, the pandemic um, yep. has had a massive impact and continues to have a massive impact on health and fitness, but more specifically in-person training, which is a lot of, of what you do. So so I was wondering yep. if 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 you could kind of, through your own lens <clears throat> and your own experience maybe walk us through in in your eyes that the evolution of in-person training kind of before the pandemic, during the pandemic and where you feel like it's kind of moving in the future.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, you know, the thing about in-person training is it's been around for a long time, right? So I think um, from my experience, you know, I think pre-pandemic, I think there was kind of a shift where what I I think, and I'm sure you probably feel the same way. So I think what the pandemic did was it kind of, Sped up the process of of accessibility in the fitness space, right? And I think more. I think I think people were starting to realize that there's more out there, right, in the fitness space. You don't necessarily have to go one on one with the trainer, right? And I think, right. um, from my experience, you know, I think personal training, I think one on one training is always going to be kind of the cream of the crop in terms of just what the client's going to be able to get and the attention you can give to a client. And I think that's not going to change. And I think, you know, just for for where where it was pre-pandemic and then obviously during the pandemic, obviously everything went remote, right? So I think for for me personally, having a, having a studio where we rely heavily on one-on-one training, I think there was a moment of, you know, you know a, little, a little bit of panic setting, okay, okay, so how am I going to transition this, right? I think, you know, Austin, for myself, and I think we've talked about this before, um, fortunately, I've been doing a lot in the online space for a while now. And I a big a big piece of, of what I do is a hybrid training model anyway, um, where, you know, I'm having clients in the studio, but I also, I do a lot of remote programming for them. And I think that was a big catalyst for me being able to just hit a quick pivot and kind of transition everything to remote, right? Where I think a lot of, brick and mortar. And I think a lot of studios that just relied solely on the one-on-one in-person training um, really took a big hit. You know, I think a lot of studios closed down. I think a lot of people are still, you know, on the bounce back and trying to recover if they if they made it through the pandemic, you know, it's because they had all their eggs in one basket, you know. So um, what I think, what I think, dude, I, I don't think personal, I don't think one-on-one's going anywhere, you know, and I think to answer your kind of latter part of that question, I think what I'm starting to see is, um, if anything, you know, having opened, I know a lot of people, you know, post-pandemic, you know, when, when you know, people found out I was opening a second location, probably looked at me kind of cross-eyed, like, well, what are you opening a brick and mortar for? We're in the middle <laughs> coming out of a pandemic. Right. But I think what I'm starting to, what I'm starting to find is there's a lot of people that still want that one-on-one connection. Right. I think there's a lot of people that still, um, you know, like that sense of community and want to be able to, you know, I I think the at-home fitness isn't going anywhere either, you know, and I think, um, like I said, I think the pandemic just kind of sped that up a little bit to where I think now more than ever, the options are endless. Right. And I think it's going to be the the people in our industry, you know, that are able to bridge the gap. Right. And I think yeah. what we're going to find is, and what I'm starting to notice is, I mean, the one-on-one is as strong as it's ever been. Um, but I also think the at home and the virtual is right there with it, you know? So I think it's a matter of, it doesn't have to be a this or that, you know? And I think, I think it's a matter of, okay, how can fitness professionals and how can the consumers balance both? You know what I mean?
1: For sure. Yeah. Well, and I, I agree with yeah. you and and that's been something, you know, obviously being younger and kind of my own business and where I am, you've been a great model for that. Just to kind of get an idea. I do a little bit mainly online, but a little bit of the hybrid in-person space. And, and I really yeah. did have this moment of, Oh, is this, is this not going to be a thing anymore? Where's it going to go? And it's it, like you said, it's been interesting. It's kind of been the opposite, you know, for my clients in person, yeah. that, that connection's gotten even stronger, that, that need has gotten even stronger, but it's been really cool to kind of watch my own space develop, and then also see the same things going on with what you're doing with, with custom fit Colorado too. So, um, for those of you that are listening, he's, he's doing some really, really cool stuff and, and it's really just awesome to get a chance to, to see that. So, um, now that kind of leads me well into my second question, which is like you mentioned, you've been a coach and a trainer, an incredible coach and trainer for over 15 years going on 16 years now. And you have a great reputation um, from what I've heard of, of helping clients get really amazing, outstanding results. Um, and I'm just curious, what do you feel like you do at Custom Fit Colorado, kind of in your own business, in your own training style that yeah. really sets you apart from maybe other businesses or training spaces?
0: Yeah. And, and I appreciate the words, man. It's a, you know, I think it's at the end of the day, you know, I think it's way, what we do is, as fitness professionals is nothing groundbreaking per se, right? I think it's just a matter of, I think what has led me to have the success I've had, I think I've been very open to learning from a very young age, right? So I think there's a lot of people that, you know, it was in social media has made this worse where I think they want that instant gratification, right? Both clients, consumers, but also professionals, right? And people, you know, they want to go from A to Z without having anything in between, right? So I think um, the biggest thing, and I try to to stay to this to this day is just never stop learning, you know, and surround myself with people that are doing the things I, I want to do and doing things that I can learn from, right? And I think that just translates into the business as well, right? And the better experience you can give to your clients, um, and to future clients, right? I mean, it, that's, that's what it's all about, right? So uh, my, whole, my whole philosophy has been, you know, try to help as many people as I possibly can, you know, and I think that I come at it from a genuine approach to where you got to meet them where they are, you know, and the, and the whole concept behind the Custom Fit Colorado is everybody's different, right? So I mean, there's no one size fit all, there's no cookie cutter approach, right? So I take everybody that comes into the studio and I meet them where they are. Um, and we figure out the best solution for them and we make it happen, you know, so and I think that's yeah. what's really allowed me to have the success I've had. Um, but again, it's just that it's that drive just to, to be the best I can be every day. And I think that that bleeds into to those around you as well.
1: Yeah, I think that's great. And, and I really love you talking about really meeting <laughs> people where they are. I think that's something that you do so well that it's, it's almost second nature now. But I think that's something that for people that are listening, maybe even future coaches that are listening is so important. Um, it's really easy to yeah. kind of get hung up on what we may think our goals should be for the client or what they should be. And, and it's all about flipping it on its head and making sure it's their experience and, and you're meeting them where they're and building from there. And I've really yeah. admired that yeah. about you because you do that so well and continue to do that so well every single day. So that's awesome.
0: Yeah, I know I appreciate that, man. I think, you know, and just to add one thing on that, I, mean, I think the thing that, you know, if there's people out there listening, you know, that are just trying to figure out, you know, how to how to have that success so they feel like they're spinning the wheels. Cause you know, I know you get it on the daily too, you know. I think if there's one thing, I think that it, it's just a matter of being consistent, you know, and I think a lot of people you know, just from from all my experience, you know, and, I, and I've had the, I've had the privilege of working with hundreds of clients, you know, kind of all over the country, which has been such a great experience. And I think there's so many people that get right to the right to the edge of having that breakthrough. Right. And then they just pull the they pull the plug too soon. You know, so I think um, as, as coaches, as trainers, as fitness professionals, you know, I think the biggest thing we can do. And if you're a client out there listening as well, I mean, I think the biggest thing is just trust the process, you know, and find somebody like yourself, you know, that you do such a great job with the clients you work with of just really meeting them where they are. You know, I mean, empathy is a big thing too, right? I mean, let they, they know that you have your back, you have their back. Right. And I think when you have that relationship, sky's the limit, you know, and I think when people realize that they, they have that trust in the person that they're working with um, some of those guards go down and, you know, and some of those barriers that may have been the way in the past, um, you know, they, you can get past them easier, right? right when you have that relationship established. So I think it's one of those things where, you know, just consistency, you know, keep driving ahead. I mean, that's, that's the name of the game.
1: Absolutely. So like you said, I mean, it's easy to want to make it as complicated as you can. And it's really a simple thing. Yeah. You just keep moving forward day by day. And, and I love that. I, you yeah. know, I have nothing to add. I, I appreciate the words and, and, and I think you do that super, super well. And, and I, I wanted to shift gears just a little bit because obviously you're, you're a full-time business owner, full-time coach, but you're also <laughs> a full-time dad to, to beautiful boys. Yeah, yeah. Um, my yeah, wife and I are not, not there yet, but we want to be there someday. Yeah. And And so I figured it'd be interesting to ask, you know, for those parents that are listening, um, what suggestions do you have for them to maybe establish routines, stay consistent in their own health and fitness, and still be able to make the most of, of family time?
0: Absolutely, man. How much time we have. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, sure. No, it's one of the, it's one of those things, man. It's funny because I remember being, you know, the young trainer and um, working with the clients that were in their 30s and their 40s and had the family and had the career and um, he, he, hearing the excuses or what what I thought were excuses at the time, right? Just of lack of time, right? And then you have the kids and you have the business, and all of a sudden you're in it, you know. And then you realize just how much work actually goes into it. So um, I think it's one of those things. I mean, it, it's like anything else, right? So I mean, I think it's just a matter of you got to prioritize, right? And I think it's, you know, especially, especially when the kids are young, right? I mean, obviously, you just got to know that you're going to get challenges every day that are, they're going to pop up, right? So I think it's just a matter of, you got to have those clear, clear expectations, you got to have those clear priorities, right? For me, personally, um, schedule has been more important than ever, right? So I know, I know what my habits are, I know what my my weaknesses are, right? And I know if I put stuff off, the likelihood of me doing something's not going to happen, especially if, you know, I have a kid up in the middle of the night and then the other one's up soon after and you got an early alarm clock. And I mean, then it just starts to snowball, right? So I think yeah. um, it's it's setting it's setting expectations, but it's also being real with yourselves. I know there's a lot of parents out there that can relate with this as well. I mean, not, I mean, there's so much that goes into a day, you know, from the, from the minute you get up to the minute you go to bed and just having those realistic expectations that it's not all going to go perfect. It's not going to all go as planned. As a matter of fact, most days it's probably going to go the opposite. But again, it kind of goes back to what we talked about. And it's just trying to be as consistent as possible right and know that if you can move the needle even just a little bit every day it all adds to the to the greater good of the, of the plan you know what i mean so um i think you know the biggest thing that i've learned so far and, and obviously my kids are young so I, there's probably stuff that's going to pop up that's out of my control um but as long as i have kind of the plan of where i want to go over the week you know then you know that's mm-hmm. that's the main thing
1: yeah, absolutely. Well, and like I said, my wife and I <clears throat> aren't there yet. We, we hope to be there someday. And I'm, I'm sure I'll be stepping in your shoes here pretty soon. And, and I, and I love yep. that. And, and that scheduling piece, regardless parents, not parents, anything is, is a massive thing, but obviously you add kids into the mix and it makes things I'm sure 10 times greater. So um, I'm yep. curious too. Yep. just a side piece there. Is it changed your workout style at all or the, the way that you kind of get into your workouts?
0: Yeah, it has, you know, and I think it's, and I think as I've, I mean, my workout style has evolved, you know, through time, as it does for most people. But I think the one thing, time is a premium, right? And I think, you know, as you get older, you start to realize that, but then you have some, you have kids in the mix, and it definitely opens your eyes a little more to that. So, for me personally, yeah, the workouts have gotten a little shorter. You know, a little, a little more efficient with the time, right? Whereas I used to be able to have the luxury to go into the gym and kind of hang out for 90 minutes and yeah. take my time. And you know, and, and, and you know, because I, I love, I love working out. I love lifting weights. You know, so that's always been a, a part of my life. But now it's a, they're a little more condensed and a little more efficient, which isn't a bad thing.
1: For sure, for sure. Well, yeah. well, well, well done, Jason. You you survived the, the main chunk of the interview. You did really well, and 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 uh, like I said, he's fantastic. Seriously, for all of you that are listening, you know, you get a little bit of some nuggets of knowledge there. But really, he he's a great guy, and I encourage you to check him out. But but we get to move in now to my my personal favorite part of the interview, which is the rapid fire question round. And and for those of you that are listening. The fun part. That's right. Those of you that are listening maybe don't know what this is. It's five questions that I know Jason has has no idea what they are. Um, Fun, kind of lighthearted questions. Just get an idea, kind of more, learn more about you and, and who you are. So are you ready for it, Jason?
0: I'm ready, man. Let's
1: do it. (laughs) All right, let's do it. So first question I have, um, you may not know this about me. I'm a a massive superhero fan. I I love, uh, I've always have since I was a little boy. Uh, Captain America is obviously the best, but I'm not biased in any way. Of course not. But I have to ask (laughs) every single guest some superhero related question. So the question I have for you is, what is, in your opinion, the greatest superhero of all time and why?
0: Oh man, I'm, I'm a terrible one to ask at this. I think I, uh, my, I, I am not the superhero guy. I can appreciate, I can appreciate superheroes. for sure. Um, but for me, oh man, probably Superman. I mean, I think he's just, when I think of superhero, I think of Superman. Right. So I think yeah. that if I, if I had to answer, I mean, I think he's kind of the can do it all type type guy. So I, I guess that's my answer.
1: All right, I love it. I love it. It's a good answer. It's a great <laughs> answer. Um, well yeah. done one down four to go. You're already off to a strong start. So, that's um, awesome second question I have for you. Um, if you only had time to do one exercise in your workout and only one exercise, what would it be and why?
0: I'm a big deadlift guy. So I think deadlift would probably be my answer. Um, personally, I think deadlift bang for your buck is, is one of the best things you can do, right. One of the more complex movements, obviously, as you know. Um, and I think just for me, it's a big staple of most programming, most uh, programs that I put together for clients. You know, I think just what, it can offer most people, you know, as, as long as the movement patterns are okay, obviously, I think it's just, it's got the best benefit for, for what you can do. So I think deadlift is definitely top of the list for me.
1: I love it. I'm right up there with you. Now, are yeah. you a d- yeah. dumbbell deadlift, barbell deadlift? Do you have a preference or just all of the above?
0: I do it all, man. I mean, I, lately I've been, I've been doing more like the hex bar, like trap bar, Okay. Uh, just because it's a little, little better, little better for my body personally, but I, I like mixing the variations, the dumbbells, kettlebells, barbell. For sure. Yeah. It, it all, I, I like it all.
1: For sure. For sure. Picking up yeah. heavy things and putting them back down, right? It's the best thing to do. Absolutely, um, man. Absolutely. I, I love it. So three more to go. You're doing awesome. Hit your stride. Perfect. Um, so <clears throat> this is perhaps my personal favorite question. I'm curious to hear what you say. So, uh, like you mentioned, you, you have two beautiful boys coming up on three and 15 months. So, um, I'm curious, you know, what children's TV show do your kids love, but maybe you secretly love a little bit more?
0: Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs>
1: um,
0: I, I, I thought you were going somewhere else with that. Yeah. The list yep. of the ones that they love that I I'm, I'm, I'm over is is great. So, <laughs> um, well, there's I mean there's there's some movies that we that we've been watching lately that I think okay. uh, I always find myself and this is funny and my wife can my wife will laugh at this too, but there's a lot of times where we're watching a movie, and all of a sudden, the kids aren't anywhere left to be found, and I'm sitting there stuck on the on the movie watching it. So that's uh that's happened a few times with Coco. Coco is one of uh, a fan favorite in our house. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but oh it's yeah, the, uh, the Day of the Dead um, <laughs> one. And then we also we we've discovered Vivo lately, mm-hmm. which is a which is a which is a good one as well. So uh, right. those are kind of two of the two of the fan favorites around our house right now. And like I said, sometimes I. I get caught watching them solo, so which I'm not ashamed to admit.
1: (laughs) I love it. I love it. Both good films. In your defense, they're both really good films. They're good. They're good. I love it. I love it. Oh yeah. Uh, Well, well done. Mm -hmm. Two, two more to go. You're you're so close. So, um, fourth question I have for you Um, now. Like you mentioned, uh, you love what you do. You're passionate about what you do. We're both fortunate to be in that category and to love what we're doing. Um, However. I'm sure that's probably not always been the case. So what's the worst job you've ever had and why?
0: Worst job. Um, I've, you know, I've, I've, I've done a lot of stuff, I guess. Let me think back. Worst job. That's a good one. Um, I think probably the worst. I mean, I've done some small like construction stuff where I think, hmm. you know, it's I grew up. I grew up in Iowa. And, and uh, so we're talking like middle of the summer, hot, humid you know, 5 a.m. wake up calls on the job site. So I I didn't do anything crazy in the construction world, but I I did a few things to where definitely some mornings where you you don't want to get out of bed. Um, So I would say that probably stacks up there just with, with some of the worst stuff I've done and just tied in with, like I said, the hot, humid days, the long days, and you're, you're out sweating it, grinding it (laughs) out on stuff you don't necessarily love doing. So that's probably, that's probably up there.
1: All right. Good to know. Well, well done. Four down, one to go. So close. Um, now I figured Halloween's right around the corner. So I figured it'd be timely to ask, um, what's the best Halloween costume that you've ever worn and why?
0: Oh man. Another, another, I'm, I'm a bad Halloween person, um, <laughs> superheroes and Halloween. I mean, I love Halloween. I love fall. Um, uh, but I'm sure. not, I'm not the dress up guy, which makes it harder. Right. So, yeah. um, let me think back. I mean, I think, um, I mean, I know in college we did some fun stuff. Um, I'm trying to think back of maybe some of the best stuff we've done. Um, I'm pretty boring with Halloween, man. That's a good one. That, that's, I'm, not, I'm not stumped very often, but that's that's a good one. That's I fair. think um, one that I can remember that we had, we had some fun with, I don't know if you remember, this was a long time ago. There was a Verizon commercial where they had all these different guys. And they had all the different colors. That we um, do. You remember that commercial? That this is yeah, a long time.
1: Yeah, yeah, ago. I think I know what you're
0: talking. Uh, about. Yeah. So we had a group of us that went around, and we were we were in a college town at the time, and we we had some fun with it. I think that's from memory. That's probably the most fun I've had with Halloween. That's probably the most I've ever gotten into it. Um, but that's a really lame answer. I'm, I'm not a very good Halloween person.
1: <laughs> no, I so. love it. Now, now, do you and the family yeah. have a plan this year? Do you have you got into that realm yet? we do have a
0: plan yeah so again my, my my wife's kind of in a similar boat with me with with dressing up but our kids are into it this year i mean our oldest is still a little i mean it's the first year he's shown interest in it which is which is kind of fun yeah. um so he, he's going to be a firefighter then our youngest is going to be he's got a little, little zip up tiger outfit we're going to put him in so I bet, I bet. um and we do yeah we're gonna we're gonna do like the trick-or-treating and uh and, and all that fun stuff. And they got the costumes on at school today. So oh, um, awesome. like well, what, I, what I'm probably thinking is, is I get a little older. I'm probably going to get a little more into it, which would be good.
1: So. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Well, yeah. well, well I may done. not have
0: a choice. So
1: <laughs> yeah, That's right. I was about to say, I don't know if you yeah, could choose Yeah. That yeah. One. Um Well, awesome. Well done. Five for five. You did really, really well. How are you feeling?
0: Feeling good, man. That was I, fun. That was yeah, fun. Those, yeah. are, some, those yeah. are some tough ones. You, you got yeah. me out of my element there. I, li- li- I like good. to try
1: to throw a few curve balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually got you. Oh, no, I like that. I like that. Well, well, Jason. Again, uh, like I said at the beginning, I really appreciate you having on the show. Um, and now I, I want to give you the floor. It's your time to shine. So let the listeners know a little, a little bit more about what exciting things you have going on with you and, and with Custom Fit Colorado.
0: For sure, man. So, so as Austin mentioned, so I I, I just opened a second studio recently. So I have uh, my my flagship is down in Centennial, um, which is just south of Denver and then I just opened a second location in Congress park, which is just right kind of in the heart of Denver. Um, so that studios, that studios up and running. I've been really excited how that's going. So, um, you know, we're, we're taking on new clients there and kind of, like we talked about, you know, the in-person, you know, seems like it's starting to kind of turn that corner again. So we're, we're doing a lot of cool stuff at that, at that Congress park location. Um, you know, and I'm still doing, still doing a lot in the space in Centennial and, um, you know, as far as stuff I have coming up, you know, I mean, there's always little projects I'm working on here and there. I have, uh, every year I do, I do an annual, it started four or five years ago. I do a, a 25 days of Christmas challenge, which I'll get ready to fire up here in the near future, which is just a, a little 25 days, you know, December 1st through Christmas day, um, 25 minute workouts. And it's, it's all stuff you can do at home. And that's, that's been a big hit over the recent years. So I'm awesome. um, looking forward to that. And I always like to add kind of some old, some new touches into that for, for the people that participate. So, um, other than that, yeah, it's just, it's just plugging away and, and, yeah. and enjoying enjoying the little things with the kids and, and growing the business
1: for sure. Well, well, again, I, I really yeah, appreciate man. you and, and I, I look up to your great mentor to me, great friend to me. And, and for those of you that are listening, especially locally, go check him out. Um, he really is a real deal, but also like you said, you don't even need to be local. You can check it out wherever you are. So thank you, Jason. Yeah. I really appreciate you being on the show.
0: I appreciate that, man. Thank you for
1: having me. Of course. That is a wrap on today's episode, and I hope that information was meaningful and helpful for you. The world of fitness can feel super overcomplicated and exhausting. It's easy to feel the pressure of having to keep up with the latest and greatest trends. So, with the next six week series here at Lighthouse Fitness, We are going to help you find your inner child and bring it back to basics as we explore what it means to have fun with your fitness again. Back to Basics is a fun, forward, body positive group fitness series that will keep it simple and bring you back to your favorite elementary PE days. We are talking bear crawls, crab walks, and other fun moves that will have you feeling like a kid again all while you have fun and work out with the supportive community at the same time. No special equipment or experience needed. Whether you've been working out for years, you're new to fitness, or you've never worked out before, all are welcome. Classes will be every Wednesday on Zoom from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. If you're interested in learning more about how to join this fun forward P.E.S. series, check us out at www.befitwithlighthouse.com and you can fill out the info and get enrolled from there. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to today's episode and I would really appreciate it if you could leave a rating and a review. And until next time, I'm your host, Austin Allen.